Hey everybody, before this podcast begins, I do want to say I apologize in advance for the audio. Apparently, I, <laughs> I had my computer, I, I unplugged my laptop, and I, I took it up to Virginia with me when I was up there. And when I came home and I prepared to do the two podcasts with John, <laughs> I never plugged the mixer back into the laptop. So though I heard everything through the mixer, uh, <laughs> mics and everything, and it sounded great, the what I recorded was using a, uh, I guess, the laptop mic for both John and I. So I apologize in advance. The audio quality isn't the greatest. It's passable. So the next two episodes, unfortunately, are going to be a little more echoey. And uh, I think it's fine. It's just not the quality that you come to expect from Vacation or Steam Parks and more. I do apologize in advance for that. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast, where we torture you with Halloween screed. So grab your sickle, an alibi, and a pint of your choice type, for the covenant is about to convene. Join us now, unless you are afraid of clowns. <laughs> Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast. I'm your ghost host, Tainted Tom, join alongside my skeleton crew of juxtapositioned John. Are you ready to die? You're always ready to die. <laughs> juxtaposition, because you are a writer, you're a food blogger. I use the longest adjective I can possibly think about. I was impressed by that. I'm not sure you used it correctly, but I was impressed by that. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be correct because it's supposed to be spooky. Welcome to episode 159 of Vacationers, the Parks and More podcast, even though. It is a Vacation Scares subset episode. This episode, we are going to be talking about SeaWorld Orlando, Hello Scream, some HHN dining. And before we get to that, we're going to do a quick follow-up to Kevin Murphy's email question. There was a follow-up, and we're going to discuss a little bit about that too. But I do have to mention, welcome John Self. You can find him on Twitter, Pastor John Self. He's, he writes for PiratesAndPrincesses.net, MouseDining.com, and a slew of, of other places. I suspect going to your Twitter will be the best way to follow you. Uh, yes, I am the gray-haired old man who spends way too much time on Twitter. <laughs> too much time, too much time. So this episode, like I said, we'll, talk, we'll be discussing all of that. But let's do some crypt-keeping before we do that. And that is the YouTube channel. And I will say, John, as of right now, as of this recording, I have 485, the highest Number of subscribers I've ever had. So you have one more than yesterday. Yes. I'll let you there. I'm on a positive roll. Now, it will probably go back down. For for whatever reason, people subscribe. Like, then I guess they start watching some of my stuff. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I hear, as we might mention later, there's an article floating around that mentions your website. Your yes. Oh, are you trying to say maybe that is the uh, the crux of why I got two new followers? We, we don't have enough data, but I haven't <laughs> checked the hits. I could grab my laptop quickly and check the hits on that, yes, that right. account and let you know. <laughs> that would be glorious. If you could just mention my YouTube channel on every article, regardless if I'm involved in your review, I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> hmm, I think there's some ethical problems there. We'll go with that. <laughs> it matters not. But yeah, go to the YouTube channel, Vacationers Podcast, where you'll see a slew of uh, Halloween stuff. I got the Witch in the Woods house at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, the Killarney Diner house at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, the Inferno house at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, and this one day, night, and side by side. Did you by chance check this out, John? The side by side view. I did check out the side by side view. That was harder than you would think. I was impressed by your skills. I had to slow down some and speed up <laughs> to try to keep it side by side. So much so that I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to really want to watch this, but I'm doing it anyway now just as a point of uh, pride. So mm -hmm. It is done. You can check it out. The Pantheon POV. What a great coaster. John, at some point, you need to get up to Williamsburg to ride that one. I do need to get up to yeah, Williamsburg. I enjoy so Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Oh, so good. Skeleton Show at Bush Gardens Williamsburg. And there's so much more stuff I have for Bush Gardens Williamsburg that will be released. Uh, touring plans. Three last three hours with Express at Universal Orlando with special guest John Self. That's right, we did that tour. Mm -hmm. uh, that was fun. That was a hard one to name because that, that's a lot of stuff to put in a title. It was, and then also <laughs> there's a sneak peek to the Dark Arts show yeah. also at the end of that. So, so that, that was probably difficult to title. And did you see the uh, the very very end Death Eater? 
give you the mark of the death. Yes, the <laughs> Death Eaters don't like me. <laughs> what, what, what did they do to you? Uh, I thought they cursed me. Is that what that is? A curse? Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I what the Death Eaters do to me. It's something about being a clergy member. They don't like me. Yeah. So I think if you want to, you know, bring lawsuit, you know, in case you know the curses affect you, uh, I have it on video. So okay, we, we um, can bring it into court. I think that's fair. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of HHN videos, Hallow Scream, Bush Gardens, Tampa, Bush Garden, or uh, SeaWorld Orlando, uh, you know, touring the Nautilus at Virginia Beach, Battleship Wisconsin, just tum- uh, Monster Stomp at SeaWorld, Characters Warehouse. We're actually going today to do the, what are we in, October, October version of the Character Warehouse in Kissimmee. So if you like the Disney outlets, check out those videos and it'll show you what is on sale at those. But I think that's enough of all of that self-promotion. Let's get right into it, and let's start with Kevin Murphy. So if you, uh, let me see, what episode was it? Let me find it. On episode 157, we, uh, John and I initially talked uh, to Kevin, well, read his email and gave him advice as to his uh, somewhat recent trip coming up. Was it the week before Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken? Yep, it's coming yeah, up pretty soon. Actually, that's the week uh, of the uh, Costa Radio meetup. On that Wednesday. I believe it is. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, I, I changed his whole plans. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Kevin. I've got to change them up again. We're going to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind going with Kevin to the Costa Radio meetup on Wednesday, the fifteenth. I think it is. I think. I think you're right. I'm not sure. Exclusive uh, ERT on uh, Iron Gwazi. Uh, knock and wood. I think that's what they're planning. That'd be cool. What they're planning. Yes. We'll see if they uh, can manage it. But uh, let's go through. So we did a, in episode one fifty seven. We read the email and give our advice. So Kevin replied back, uh, after listening to the podcast, we made some adjustments to our plans based on your suggestions. While we may still be a little ambitious, we certainly toned things down a little. Uh, so here are the things they're going to do, their general itinerary as of right now. Now they're going to fly in on Saturday to Orlando, arriving at 10.45 a.m. Uh, flight, their flight's booked with points, so no cash cost to us. Now I'm hoping the uh, my listeners... Enjoy the fact that I'm as cheap as I am, and I try to get value out of everything I do. And it looks like Kevin is no exception to that. He, uh, you know, he found to get points. He, <laughs> he uh, got points to fly for free, so that is excellent. I, where are they flying out of? Was that ever in the email? Do we know where Kevin's from? I'm sure it was in the email. I don't remember. Hmm. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, I don't either. I, the original email I don't have in front of me. I didn't have a follow-up. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, so they're flying in on Saturday. They're going to Uber to their hotel across from Disney Springs, uh, check their bags, hotel book with points, and receive a $30 meal credit per day. Resort fees are included with points. So that's pretty nice as well. So they're doing it right. And Kevin, if you ever want to uh, stay for quote unquote free again, you know, you can always do a timeshare. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the only person in the world that has to promote timeshare. Although, I don't know if I do that, because I literally, every day, I get uh, solicitation calls mm-hmm. about more stuff. Yeah, every, Literally, every day. Every day. It's I, Either the, the police are calling me for donation, mm-hmm. or, or you know, actually, I haven't gotten insurance, you know, the uh, car, your car. Your car <laughs> uh, warranty. Warranty. I haven't gotten that in a while. But, uh, yeah. So, there you go. Uh, let's see what else they're going to do. Uh, website says they get 30-minute early access to Disney parks. Uh, he doesn't sure if that's true, but that's that is, correct. yeah, that is accurate. Uh, they're going to check out Disney Springs shop until they're Sorry, there. let me go back because I may yep. confuse some of your listeners. Yes. The Disney Springs area hotels, those are the ones that are located on Hotel Plaza Boulevard, um, which are just outside of Disney Springs, and some, and the Good Neighbor Hotels, the ones that Disney has a direct relationship with. Yes. They get a third, they get the, this 30-minute early entry. Same as on site. Yes. However, they do not get the privilege to pay for a individual lightning lane paid access to individual attractions at Early. 7 a.m. like everyone else does. Yes. That's which true. is a big deal if you want to get on Cosmic Rewind and Rise Resistance. Yeah. Do they get to, but they get to book the regular. Uh, everyone has the same rights as Genie Plus. Genie Plus, yes. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Yeah. So, yeah, unless you're looking to specifically pay. Or something, yeah, you don't get that. However, you get the half hour, and obviously, you don't get the after hours. No, that's uh, only, only DVC and deluxe. Deluxe. Oh, it's DVC too. 
Uh, they have DVC events. I'm mixing them together. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So last night I went to the Magic Kingdom, check out the Halloween stuff, and they did. It was open till eleven, but they did have a post, you know, after hours, you know, for deluxe resort guests uh, from eleven to, to one. And I, I mean, it's it's not worth it in any aspect, but I I so I so miss going late at night mm-hmm. to those parks. And in 2023, they did announce they're having the after hours events. I may look into that, but I think that's going to be just right outside of my price range of what I'm willing to spend. I don't know. Not to see. Eh, we'll see. But yeah, I do love me some Disney. All right. So let's see. Where were we? Yeah. So they have uh, dinner reservations that evening at Wine Bar George. Uh, what are your thoughts of that? I've never been there. I've walked by um, it. I, Wine Bar George is an excellent place if you're going to go for, I um, know oh, this sounds obnoxious, uh, it's got excellent. Um, alcohol beverage options. I think the menu is a little bit limited, but if you were just going as a special event, which it sounds like Kevin is doing, I yeah. think it's fine. I, I know, shameless plug for Mouse Dining, that Wine Bar George gets searched for about average for Disney Springs um, restaurants, and the food is rated as, as you know average for Disney Springs, which is probably above average for the average person where you live. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, Disney Springs is Right, their average of food is right. You're having competing at Tomorrowmoto yes. and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Homecoming and Raglan Road. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's just be and Boathouse. Let's just be realistic. What yeah. you're competing yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. average is good. Right, right. <laughs> and then maybe they'll be grabbing some drinks afterwards. Uh, do you recommend any uh, in Disney Springs any good happy hours? Possibly late night happy hours. Not really. If you're at Wine Bar George, enjoy the beverage. Just stay Bar there. Bar. Yes. <laughs> do they have a happy hour by chance? I'm going through the Rolodex in my head, and I do not recall the Patina Group restaurants having a happy hour. Okay. Sorry, boring. There's several restaurants owned by the same restaurant company, also the same restaurant company that runs Space 220 and BNF Napoli. Um, I don't think they have happy hours. Okay. I can say, uh, what was the place we were talking about other than the other day? Um, the happy hour that I didn't like? Uh, Paradiso 37. Yeah, Paradiso 37. Stay away from that. They just serve, it's it's a lower price, but they give you less. They, they, right. they, they just they downsize their size. So it's not happy hour. It's just a happy less charge. Mm-hmm. I would recommend. You know, it's not it has nothing to do with happy hour. But if you're looking for drinks, John, do you want to promote the homecoming uh, big beverage? Did we talk about this on the podcast? We have not. We have not yeah. discussed the magic sippers. <laughs> Is that what it's called? It's not what it's called. <laughs> They're called squeeze <laughs> bottles. As I grab my squeeze bottle from the table. For those of you missing this, I'm actually recording in Tom's abode. Oh, yes. He's in the uh, the heart of the podcast studio. <laughs> yes, you are actually here in person, which mm-hmm. is uh, definitely a different take on our previous podcast. Yes. So Homecoming has a um, souvenir cup, for lack of a better term. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a cheap plastic squeeze bottle that you can purchase initially if you're an adult beverage person for one of their moonshine yes. concoctions or five concoctions. You'll find one that you like. It's $23 to buy the bottle at first, and then it's $15 to refill it each time for, I would say, 20? I, I'm going to say 20 ounces. I think they say 22 ounces. Okay, it's possible, yes. But just let's be realistic here. I'm not trying to make any of you drunk while you're at Disney Springs. But do you know how much 22, 22 ounces of adult beverage would cost you in most places? Yeah, um, in Orlando. In Orlando. <laughs> Let alone Disney Springs. $15 is a good deal. So. Yes, and the, the, what you got it for, and I get it, I use the sipper. Um, you can pay $10 just to buy the sipper, and it comes with un, comes with unlimited soda refills. Yes, and I, too, can take advantage yes. of that, even though I paid the full price because I wanted the moonshine. Right. But, yeah, I in fact, we're going today to Disney Springs, and I 100% plan on taking that. I know you did. And I'm filling that sucker up at least once. Maybe twice. And three free, times. And feel free to find these reviews on Mouse Dining in the upcoming weeks because we'll be yes. we'll be going to at the moment we're going to Paddlefish and God bless us we're going to T Rex Cafe, <laughs> the, the most searched for <laughs> restaurant at Disney Springs. Bring your earplugs because it will be loud. Yeah. So, oh, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, but yes, uh, yeah. So that one, uh, Kevin, you might want to look into that. I mean, you can even split it with uh, your significant other. Just buy one and just both sip it on it together. 22 for the initial, and you can bring it back. See, for me as a local, this is a great deal, only because I can keep it at my house and just bring it anytime I go to Disney Springs and refill it, or just get a free soda. I mean, that alone. Yeah. And I don't drink a lot of soda, but I would drink more soda. <laughs> I guess I will technically drink more soda if uh, if that's the case. So 
Yeah, uh, homecoming. There's an outdoor section, right? What would you, how would you describe that? Um, there's they call it's it the shine the shine bar. Shine bar. Um, depending on what time of day it is, you go either to the shine bar that's outside, or you go inside through the automatic doors and you just walk into the bar area. And you, okay. And you yep. wait like a poor a poor child not let into the candy Popper. shop. Yes. I will also say they do not give a Disney um, annual pass discount. This probably doesn't apply to you, Kevin, but in general. But they do give a veteran's discount. So if you are a veteran, they will give you a discount. I got my veteran's discount, so uh, that was fantastic. So now, do just, it on you. Just to clarify, they will give you a discount on annual pass for food, just not for alcoholic beverage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, yeah. Universal and Disney, for whatever reason, uh, they just refuse to give you any discounts on alcohol, even though... The alcohol is 100% markup. <laughs> yes. They, they can surely afford. It's not like their margins are so tight that they can't afford it. No, no, no. That's not the case at all. But, yeah, whatever. If you want discounts on alcohol, go to SeaWorld. They give it to you. And push cards. All right. So they're doing that that night. That's fantastic. So then Sunday morning, they're getting up, hopping on the shuttle, which you recommended, John. So uh, congratulations. Something on your list made it, even though they I mean, totally locked out. Right. I mean, they already, ha- they already have free access to these places. They might as well use the free shuttle. Yes. They're, they don't really have to rope drop to get advantage because that's the disadvantage of the shuttle. You're not going to yes. get there rope drop time. You're going to leave earlier. Yep. Yep. But quite frankly, you're going all the way to Tampa and someone else is driving you. 100%. If you have a pass to get in already, this is the way to go. Yes. If you're not worried about trying to marathon and get everything done. If you're just going for an easy day, ride some coasters, have a good time, 100%. I mean, my, my loathing of driving, this really appeals to me. But uh, let me ask you this. As a local, what do you need to do for the shuttle? How could I use a shuttle? Can you, I? You need to have proof that you have a ticket and schedule it. With? With the, with the shuttle. At a hotel? Yeah, you just... All right, SeaWorld. You, you go to the... the well, they come Garden. to my condo. Bush Garden Titan. No, they will not. <laughs> they, will, they will go to some place near you around Disney Springs, so... Really? Yeah. So I could... Tomorrow, I'm... Well, no, tomorrow's a bad example because I'm going to uh, Hello Screen, so that's going to be a late-night event. But on any given Saturday or weekend, I could schedule this for free if I have an annual pass. Not a day ticket. An annual pass. I could go to Disney Springs, get picked up on a shuttle, driven out, and drove back... I may do that. Now, I mean, I'm not up on the exact locations, but for instance, for those of us who frequent Universal more often, because the Universal people tend to do this more. Yes. Um, there's a pickup at CityWalk. There's a pickup at the DoubleTree Hotel that's just off-site, and there's one, there's a pickup somewhere. But they, in using that shuttle, they take you to SeaWorld, mm-hmm. then, the, then from SeaWorld, then they go to Busch Gardens. So the DoubleTree at this point, do they get you by boat? <laughs> well, the, the beauty of Orlando is, for those of you missing the joke, that area was kind of flooded. The beauty of Orlando is things flood quickly and they also drain quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, because I hurt, which is not a laughing matter. Oh, you know what I wanted to bring up? While I was uh, working today, I, I saw an article, and I want you, I want to ask you this question, John. This is totally non-secular. No so. pressure. Ask the theme park blogger a question about an article. This should go well. It has nothing to do with theme parks. Okay. This is a coroner report. Man attempting to do handstand falls off hotel balcony during Hurricane Ian. The question is, what state did this occur in? Okay, this is a gimmick that a lot of radio stations do in my area <laughs> yeah. of, is this, this... Florida. This is Florida or Ohio. <laughs> Those are the two ones. Those of you, any of you are familiar with in Chicago radio, there's a sports radio station that does this stuff, this stunt all the time, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's usually about half and half. Either it happens in Ohio or Florida. Yeah. But yeah, that handstand hurricane that sounds like Florida. It does. Place. It does. But I'm concerned that it's not, and it's probably somewhere else. It is, in fact, somewhere else. I couldn't believe it because when I saw the headline, I'm like, I got to click the story and read this. And I I scrolled down thinking 100% this happened in Florida. And this is sad news because the dude did die, but this is Darwinism, Dar, Darwinism, Darwin, Darwinism at its finest. Myrtle Beach, South South, South Carolina. Uh, they said officials in South Carolina say a man died after trying to do a handstand on a hotel balcony during Hurricane Ian last week, according to the coroner. 34. So this guy's not even a teenager, which I mm-hmm. would feel bad because you know you don't know any better. This guy's 34. He should know better. 34 year old. I'm not going to say his name, fell from a 15th floor balcony at the Patricia Grand Hotel while attempting to maneuver, attempting the maneuver 
around 3.30 p.m. on September 30th. Come on. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, doing it not with no with no weather is questionable at best. Yes. Doing it during a hurricane, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I, you know, get a room in the second floor and do it then. Where you can break a leg and you, know, you come out uh, better on the other side. You're smarter or wiser. What are you doing? Like, come on, dude. 34? I mean, I, I don't get it. So strange. I, I, I don't know. Is this, is this because of the uh, everyone gets a trophy as a child? <laughs> like, he just, he's just overthinking that he can just do whatever he wants and, you know, he's, he's invincible. I don't know. No offense intended, as we've just discussed, the Sean Barry homecoming. Um, does the article reference how much adult substances, adult substances were inside oh, okay. of him? Oh, okay. You know, it doesn't. And it was 3.30 in the afternoon. And he was at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Stuck there because of a hurricane, probably. Mm, okay. All right. I'm sorry to let the clergy member in me pop out, but that was my first thought. I'm thinking, though, regardless of how much I drink, I don't think I'm going out on the balcony. I mean, I'll go out on my balcony during a hurricane to check it out. But at no point, no matter how intoxicated or altered I am in any way, trying to do a handstand... <laughs> It uh, doesn't like okay. If I were, I would at least take a, like a towel or like a, a bed linen and wrap it around me and tie it. Now it probably wouldn't hold me. I die anyway. But at least I'd feel like I'd have some type of backup plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like a very bad idea. I don't know. Um, I don't mean to reference the famous Bill Cosby skit, but the reference uh, stick about cocaine. <laughs> cocaine enhances your personality. Yeah. If you already have a certain personality. Yeah, it's just gonna enhance it that way. So that's all I'm saying. Craziness, craziness. I'm not, I'm not trying to get all preachy here. No. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. So, that was that was a crazy. But yeah. that one's easy. But yeah, South Carolina. So uh, I love Myrtle Beach, and I still love. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not definitely not a black eye on Myrtle Beach, but uh, yeah, crazy people are just nuts. I guess. Yeah. Or at least they were nuts. They were nuts. Yeah, they were nuts. Yeah. All right, let's move onward with uh, Kevin. Who is it? Nuts. Kevin, please do me a favor. Can you come down? Don't do anything crazy at your hotel. <laughs> we don't want to talk about you on this uh, podcast. Please don't. Yeah, that would be bad. Uh, he, yeah, be, the guy was intoxicated because he drank too many homecoming sipper cups. <laughs> Wife horrible. reports he heard about it on a podcast. <laughs> She's now in litigation <laughs> to see the podcast. Uh, fake yeah. news. <laughs> Yikes. All right, let's talk. Uh, where are we at? So yeah, they're going. Yeah, for all me, by, by all means, yeah, I 100% support the bus when you have free tickets. Now, if you're buying a day ticket and you're spending a hundred plus dollars on it, I think I would shine away from the shuttle and say you yeah. much better served to go and get a full day experience because, like Kevin, it doesn't matter for Kevin. Like you said, it's, it's a ticket, but or he's going to get in probably later. He's not going to get in for the morning rope drop. He's going right. to be behind. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter for him. But if you're the, paying the yeah, tickets, these days at Bush Gardens, with the exception of Iron Gwazi, you're going to have to suck it up and wait yeah. in line for an hour. Yeah. It's not exactly busy there. And there's always the terror of Bush Gardens of what if it rains. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, in November, you should be fine. I mean, uh, for this instance, you should be okay. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I may have to try the shuttle just, just to try it for the podcast. Plus, I hate driving, like I mentioned before. <laughs> It'd be a good idea to do it for when there are festivals, you know? I go mm-hmm. have a bunch of drinks. And just yeah, but it doesn't usually stay open late enough for that. For the, um, the shuttle, doesn't. shuttle I'll, comes back early. Yeah, I'll be fine with that. Okay. I mean, I, the, the festival's open at noon. By oh, five, okay. 5 o'clock? Oh, yeah. I'll have everything done. I'll have uh, my drink on, and I'll be ready to come home. So, yeah, perfect. All right, maybe I'll do that for the uh, one of the festivals. That's cool. All right, yeah, I'll do that. Anyway, uh, so he's doing that on Sunday. Then Monday morning, they're going to hit SeaWorld for a brief visit. Uh, I highly suggest that. I love SeaWorld. Uh, it's just a great park. Uh, so in November, when they're coming, I think they will be. Did we discuss this? They will have their, they will have their Christmas stuff, I believe. Yeah, their Christmas event starts that we weekend. We suspect that all the Christmas yeah. stuff will be up there. there is not, well, unfortunately, they're not going to be there for the evening because they're hitting in the morning. However, you still see the trees in the in the lake, in the decorations. It's very beautiful. I, I love, oh, I love SeaWorld uh, for Christmas. Well, I mean, in general, I'm mm-hmm. a fan. The five percent BS that they do, that, that tax crap they do, I'm not a fan of that. That's across all the SeaWorld entertainment parks. But you know, then they're going to uh, Trader Sam's. 
for a drink before Mickey's very merry Christmas party for the evening. Uh, they're taking advantage of this ticketed event, as we had suggested. So that is great. They're using their multi-day ticket for the next two days. So at the um, the uh, <laughs> Trader Sam's, what would you suggest they get there? Because you just recently went there, right? Not me. No. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, no. I think you said Xavier from Mouse Dining did? No, I'm not sure who's... I, I think you're thinking somebody else who looks like me. and It's not me on Trader Sam's. All right. For those of you unaware, Trader Sam's is one of the most exclusive lounges to get, hardest lounges to get into. It's got the huge theming. It's got everything that goes with it. It's a tiny, tiny hole in the wall tucked into the res monorail resorts. Everyone just swears how wonderful and great it is. Hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about that. All right. Never mind. But, uh, yeah, have fun with that. In uh, the party, yeah, that will be a blast. I technically, uh, yeah, technically, uh, right now, I tentatively, that's the word I'm looking for, plan on going to the Christmas party at some point. I get a, you know, I get my annual pass discount. So I think I need to buy those sooner than later. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in for that. Love me, the Christmas event. Uh, probably the Halloween event more so, but I got locked out. I waited too long for the Halloween event. Warrant, warrant, warrant. We'll have to come back, have you come back on another episode, John, and talk about the Halloween event. Okay. Maybe you and Adventure by D. Would that be too much? Like, would that episode ever end? <laughs> Probably not, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. It'd just go on forever. Yeah, I, I don't know. That would be the rest of your season. <laughs> like, six episodes cut together. Yeah. <laughs> just, just about Mickey's not so scary. Oh, I will say this about Mickey's, uh, the, the Magic Kingdom. I went and got their cupcake at the conventionary, confectionary. And it was the pumpkin spice cupcake. I don't know the exact naming of it, but it was not pumpkin flavor. It looked like a pumpkin on top. The cream, the buttercream looked like a pumpkin and had Mickey ears, which is great. And it tasted good, but it wasn't pumpkin flavored. How can you have a pumpkin cupcake that doesn't taste like pumpkin? I believe, me I believe we've already discussed this offline, but I believe we're going to determine this when you if you stick to what you said and have the Chucky Donut this afternoon over at Universal <laughs> and see about the pumpkin spice filling, which doesn't taste like pumpkin spice. But it is pumpkin spice filling. Oh, it's, it's claimed to be pumpkin spice When filling. you look at it, it's certainly like that puke. It does look like pumpkin spice. Yes. I'll give them that. Yes, maybe. So they did intend it to be pumpkin mm -hmm. spice flavored. This has no intention of being pumpkin spice flavored. It's just, it's a pumpkin shaped. Sorry, food blogger take here. Um, we're we're not discussing the oh my gourd cupcake for Halloween at, at the Starbucks at Magic Kingdom. We're discussing no. the standard cupcakes at Walt Disney World, which they throw out a cupcake every time. Wow! Someone breathes. Wow! Um, having said that, you know how you go to McDonald's or Arby's and you get a milkshake, and it may be green colored or blue or purple, but it always tastes the same. same. Yes, that is the cupcake phenomenon at Walt Disney World. Yes, however, I'm overselling that a little bit. Let me just say. If it's if pumpkin is a flavor, mm -hmm. I mean, that's like saying uh, this is a vanilla cupcake, and the top looks like a vanilla bean, but it's chocolate. Mm -hmm. It's it's a pump, pumpkin. It's a people are going to assume it's pumpkin flavor. Sorry, everyone. Tom has some issues with this, <laughs> so I apologize formally. <laughs> I've been trying to talk him down ever since he got there. I know. Last I, night it happened. I even tried to point out that with, <laughs> on this rare occasion, he got a 30% discount at Walt Disney World for this cupcake. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but discounts at Walt Disney World, they're a little hard to find. Yes. So, I um, paid under $4 for this cupcake. Right. So he's complaining about an under $4 cupcake at a theme park. Well, damn it. I wanted... Saying. A pumpkin-flavored cupcake, and I, I was denied. Denied! But anyway, sorry, Kevin. I know when you're here, if you go to the confectionery at the Magic Kingdom for your Christmas party, and you see a uh, mistletoe, what, what's a <laughs> mistletoe? What's a uh, peppermint? A, peppermint. A peppermint cupcake, and it, there's a peppermint, like peppermint stick on top of it. Don't expect that peppermint stick to taste like peppermint. It'll probably be just generic buttercream. <laughs> Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, I digress. All right, let's move on. Uh, so, yeah, that was, uh, what was that? SeaWorld in the morning, Trader Sam's. And then they're going to the ticket event to love the Christmas party. You guys have fun with that. Don't forget, you get free hot chocolate and cocoa. I wouldn't spend and hours in time. Oh, that's what I meant. Hot, hot chocolate and cookies, not cocoa. Yeah, 
I wouldn't spend a, a long amount of time uh, waiting for it. But, you know, if, if you go buy one and uh, you see that the one's short, certainly jump in and eat away. The cookies are, eh, it's standard. They're nothing special. Hot cocoa is not particularly all that great. It's fine. They're going to come pre-wrapped. The cookies are going to come pre-wrapped yeah. here so you can store them up. Oh, oh, well, there you go. So you can just stock up with the candy. Uh, but still, I'm not encouraging you to do that, but you can. Yeah, I think you, for the amount of money you're spending, you're better served checking out the event than mm -hmm. getting a, you know, a $2 cookie. <laughs> but uh, then on Tuesday, they're off to Hollywood Studios. Ah, yes. They're researching how to navigate Genie Plus and weighing our options as far as trying to board, uh, get to boarding groups. The Lightning Lane, blah, blah. I, I, I suggest, if you haven't already, Kevin, check out episode 157 where I discuss... Oh, oh. Just to clarify, um, yep. there are no boarding groups at um, Hollywood Studios currently. Um, there haven't been... You are long. correct. Yes, yes, you are correct. I think maybe uh, as far as getting boarding groups, etc. Well, I think that was just generic. Uh, right, that's fine. Probably, probably Lightning Lane. Was, right. right. you yeah. got to be careful when you use the term boarding groups because that yes. means a virtual queue. Yes, that is true. Yeah, with John on the podcast, I'd be very careful. I misspeak all the time. Well, <laughs> I listen to things I say. Then, right. Yeah, then, that's not right. Then I have to get then I, <laughs> people get guest complaints about stuff, and then I'm like, like you didn't read the article. The article's talking about boarding passes, not your yeah your stupid standby weight. Yep, yep. Um, yep. Or you think Genie Plus gives you the ability to purchase a Lightning Lane? No, you don't have to buy Genie Plus to purchase a Lightning Lane. Yes. All these kind of things. Sorry. Yes. Uh, GA Plus, I would certainly suggest it for Hollywood Studios. 100%. If you've got, if it fits in your budget. My only concern with that plan is we're not sure when they're going to arrive. Uh, I mean, I would assume they'd be there for a drop, right? So they're partying the night before. They're young, though. They can party and. Okay. Drop. That's fair. I'm old. Yeah, yeah, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> it takes John three days after he parties to yes. uh, regroup. Three days. <laughs> Three months. <laughs> Three months, yeah, yeah. That's why uh, he goes to one party per season. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, get there for rope drop. Uh, do the, you know, get up at 7 or uh, the week before. Yeah, I should be. you should be fine by it the morning of. But if you're neurotic like me and like it'll actually keep you up, I'd buy it at midnight, then go to bed. That way you're, you're safe. You, you can sleep well. Uh, at 7, get up. I would still suggest, and uh, John, I'd, hear, I'd like to hear your professional opinion. I, you know, um, Tower of Terror and the Slinky Dog would be your, like, that should be what you're going, specifically when you open Genie Plus and you do your search, like your day that you pick, those are the two you should be going for and to try to get one of those as early as possible. I really wish there was a blogger who, when the Genie Plus system came out, wrote an article about this and broke it down for everyone um, that you can find at piratesandprincesses.net. Um Slinky Dog Dash will, under normal circumstances, will sell out, but will sell, will be out of availability within the first 10 minutes that it comes up. Yeah. So you need to, if you really want to do Slinky Dog Dash, you got to do that. Tower of Terror is not as awful anymore because they have both double elevators side. running. It used to be terrible. Uh, generally, your standard pattern is go Slinky Dog Dash. So um, would you suggest, because all the tips are, open up the app, and when you pick like your itinerary for a day, you pick only one or two things. That way you don't get fluttered. You don't get, you know, it doesn't get clustered. You can pick real quick. I've heard inconsistent results about that, but that's not bad advice. Okay, so would you go with just Slinky Dog? I'd probably go Slinky Dog and Tower because it's not that big of a deal to have two. And well, if you don't get Slinky Dog, Tower would be your... initially. You're gonna have plenty of time to get Tower yeah. or Rock and Roller Coaster or um, Smuggler's Run, depending on your objectives. Yeah. So what I end up doing, I, I screwed up. And listen to one episode 157, and you'll hear my horror story but i just bit the bullet and i went in the morning and i just waited in the standby for slinky dog i don't recall how long i actually waited again 157 you'll find out but eh, it wasn't bad and it's a it's a cute queue so it, it's covered so in well, november you don't have to worry about that but it's nice so yeah have a blast at hollywood studios i uh i love it and let's see are they gonna have any christmas are they gonna have the I show. assume they'll have the stars and stuff up and all the little things they tend to do, but it's hard to know. Because yeah, they may have a projection. Yeah. Well, what's that show they have? It's a weird bing, bang, bam. Uh, we haven't heard anything about that. Not yet. Or I haven't. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Enjoy your day. Again, like, like you mentioned here in the next paragraph, 
this will be your stressful day for sure. Yes. <laughs> Even with Genie Plus. Well, I mean, because of Genie Plus, because yeah, you're always on the app looking. I would suggest going to, uh, to YouTube, finding a video and seeing how people navigate because the one dude, I don't remember his name. I watched it. He uses it like a slot machine where he keeps trying. Like even though the, there's no availability when you first check, if you try to refresh, refresh, something will, might pop up within the you know, five minutes. You may want to try that technique. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, you'll, regardless, you'll have a glorious day. Um, I would agree with that advice. However, please bear in mind that most YouTubers, when they go through to test Genie Plus or doing looking for lightning lanes for one, Lightning lane for ones are way easier to get than uh, lightning lane that for is, two. Yeah. Or well, four. I, I, well, or six. I, I think the one eight. I watched was exclusive Genie Plus wasn't necessarily lightning lane. I think it was right. trying. Well, yeah. sorry. Yeah, but yes. Any access, bigger you, any access yeah. to whether you're using Genie Plus or paying for it individually is access to a lightning lane. So those are all oh. terms synonymous. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. My bad. I did not know the lingo as a word. This is why you have me here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Make me look dumb. Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> And just so you guys, you don't know. you don't edit as many blogs as I do about this. But I'm like, you use the wrong term. Yeah. They're yeah. actually entering a lightning lane. Those of you missing the joke, if you remember what used to be fast pass lanes, uh, yes. those are now those are all known as lightning lanes now. The question uh, is, how do you access them? Do you access them through Genie Plus, or do you access them through paid individual access? Yes, they're still lightning lanes. I have not I have not dived into the lightning lane. The paid lightning lane uh, yet, but the Genie Plus I did I experienced it. it. You know it's different, but it's it does a job. You know you have to pay for it now. It's free before, but eh, it, it does what it has to do. But that is Hollywood Studios. Enjoy, have a glorious time. If you can get the peanut butter and jelly milkshake at uh, what was it? Uh, that would be at fifties. Um, fifties prime time. Yep. Uh, you can do it. I think they do have it out. I think. No, yeah. Okay, they no. no longer do that. Being waved off. Yep. No, we, sorry. We have been checking. We've had bloggers checking every product. Used to be able to get it at the TuneIn Lounge. You no longer can purchase at the TuneIn Lounge. Yes. So sorry. You have to sit down and eat there if you want that. It's very good. Though. But uh, and it doesn't intuitively come with liquor. Although my server said they could add it. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't opposed to adding alcohol to it. But there isn't a menu option with it being a hard shake, which they're really missing. Uh, Missing out there. That would be a great hard shake. Uh, then, let's see. Wednesday, they're going to Epcot. And since we've been there before, they said um, there's a more relaxing day. Yes, 100% Epcot will be a relaxing day. Even with trying to get Guardians, Frozen, and Remy in. Uh, Guardians, I only tried one time, and I did it with ease. Like a, a, Opposed to trying to get Rise when Rise was on the... Uh, um, Boarding pass system. I had a heck of a time with Rise, but <laughs> with uh, the Guardians, no problem at all. I, I logged in, I got an early group, it was no problem. So you you will have no problem as long as you you know start trying to get it right at seven. Yeah, it's fairly easy. Yeah, to get this, and even if somehow you. You forget through all the chaos. PM, right? If you're going to be there all day, one o'clock is pretty much a guarantee. Yes. Uh, Remy is going to be a long line. Would you suggest? Now, here's the key, though. Here, here's where you fall in. If suggest to do it during the fireworks, assuming they don't care about doing uh, illumination or whatever it is. The pro move. Oh, okay. Talk, talk to us. The pro move is so they're staying off site, so have a slight disadvantage, but they have the 30 minutes. Oh, yes. So the pro move is you make a reservation for breakfast at one of the beach club, yacht club um, restaurants. I'd recommend Ale and Compass. That would be your most cost-effective option. And then you park there for that, and then you take the Skyliner and go the back way in, and you have easy access to Remy during early entry. Now, the tricky part is they don't like you to park it beach club all day and so technically they frown upon that but even if you even if you enter early entry through the standard entrance just head to remy and that'll be your best way to do it because you're but remember everybody going through the international gateway is going to beat you there devil's advocate yeah would it not be cheaper just to buy the lightning lane rather than pay for a breakfast that you may not you're working under a false presupposition that you can purchase a lightning lane for remy's ratatouille you cannot Mm -hmm. it's a part of genie plus uh, oh, yeah, they did switch it. But you can't buy it, though, even though it's part of Genie Plus? 
no, you're either Genie Plus or Individual Lightning Lane. You can't do both. <laughs> he, 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 he physically slapped my hand there. I would have if he had been closer. <laughs> I can tell in his eyes. <laughs> oh, so you can't, like, uh, all right. I can't just because mm. I want to ride Haunted Mansion purchase a pass to Haunted Mansion. I have to. I, okay, I, that was my, okay, that was, I knew before you could, and I knew they switched it. I, I thought maybe you could still... Oh, I, I'm cutting you a break on the Remy thing yeah, because yeah. they switched it. But they switched it a while back when Guardians came along. Okay. So, okay. Well, then, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. If you have early entry, use early entry, however you solve the problem. Yeah. Um, with early entry, what do you expect from International Gateway, or from the front of the park? I mean, you still look you're still looking the hour. You're, you're going to be... Yeah, you're going to have less weight, but you're looking at probably by the time you get there to 30 to 45 minute wait for Which... For that, that's a win. Take it. Right. <laughs> Take it. All day. My only disclaimer is don't expect Remy to be a life-changing attraction. Uh, no, but as a new attraction, uh-huh. it's certainly on a bucket list to ride and experience. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. My only other suggestion would have been to do it over the fireworks, but if for whatever reason, last minute it breaks down, you know, we could ride it, that's a bummer. So Remy, I would not Remy is, Remy's been breaking down a lot, Yeah. Um, and I got some insight, some new insight from a friend last night about why it's breaking down that I feel is inappropriate to discuss. But let me just say, residents of the United States <laughs> weigh differently than residents ah, of France. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, and they this is a clone from the France one. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, now, if it was a true clone, though, would they not have left the wine holder, cup holders, in the uh, cars? <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> I didn't see those in the U.S. version. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and then, of course, everyone's smoking a cigarette, a long cigarette. Of course, you're also not getting dumped out into a restaurant like you are at yes. France. Yes. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, I would suggest doing that first thing, right? I mean, that would be your... That's the pro... If you have a road trip, you, yeah. you need to go to Remy's first. Yeah, do Remy's first. But it'll be just like Rising Resistance. Everybody else is going to want to do it, too. Yeah. In Frozen, yeah, Frozen's going to get long, but, I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah. if, if they're staying at Epcot most of the day... Yeah. Anything frozen will have a lower weight. Anything in the area formerly known as Future World will have a lower weight as the day goes on. Let me ask you this. Maybe uh, uh, let me help out Kevin. So let's assume he gets on and he gets a Guardians and he gets like boarding group like within the first ten. So you know within the first hour he's getting like before the park even opens he'll he'll get a notice on his app like head to the attraction and you have an hour leeway. I technically I guess an hour five minutes. Um, Do they keep that? There are no reports of anyone ever showing up late for a boarding pass or a lightning lane attraction for the major things being turned away. Okay, so they could still use, they could still implement the Remy first, even though it may make them late. I have I have lots of reports of friends who live in Jacksonville and and um, St. Augustine, Fort Lauderdale, driving, getting the boarding pass for Guardians, for example. From their house, getting it in a group and being told you need to be there in the next two hours, driving down, arriving six hours later, and going through the queue. Yes, I've meant to test this personally, but when I go to Epcot in the afternoons, I well, I'm always working. I always forget at seven to try to get a boarding group. Then to because I know if I get it, it's going to be a morning boarding group, and I know when I go at you know three thirty, four, five, six o'clock, it's going to be much later. I always wanted to test that. I've gone like two or three times since I've written it, and I've always forgotten to try to get that morning <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, perfect. All right. So, there you go. Uh, Kevin, if you get the early boarding group and you feel like you're not going to make the, the cutoff time because you're in the Remy line, I wouldn't worry about it. Worst case scenario, you're the first person in the history of Disney to get turned away. That still I, have one o'clock, right? Yep. But then I have a – well, no. No, because they that, got the other one? If that should happen – once you've gotten a boarding pass, you, you can't, can, even you if you can, don't use it. Even if you don't use it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I mean, I guess that's a calculated risk. Not really, but not uh, much of one. Yeah, not much. All right. And Thursday morning, they're uh, flying home. So there you go. That is what their plans are. Um, they'd love to hear any additional navigation. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how they're navigating uh, to the Disney parks or if, SeaWorld. If actually. they're staying at the Disney Springs area hotels, 
they will take their shuttle from their hotel. Yes. Are those shuttles as uh, good? I mean, obviously, they're not as frequent. Or you generally have to book them uh, using a QR code when you arrive. It's pretty straightforward and simple. Are they, are they getting there before the park opening? Can they rope drop yes. using the shuttles? Okay. Yes, but you need to schedule it in advance. Okay. So, Kevin, please go uh, go ahead and schedule those now if possible. I don't know if it is. You can only schedule them once you arrive. Oh, never mind. Sorry. When you arrive, schedule <laughs> Thank goodness John's here. I'll be telling you all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, SeaWorld, yeah, he doesn't specify how to get to what, Is there any suggestion for you to SeaWorld? I mean, it's a diff, bit of a drive. Um, I don't know of a good way to get to SeaWorld from for there Disney may, Springs. There may technically be a shuttle from Disney Springs. If there's not, there's you could use Mirrors Connect. I know it sounds like something different. I've used Mirrors Connect several times from Disney Springs Hotels to Universal. I'm sure there's the same version of SeaWorld. It cost me $12 one way. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's much cheaper than Ubering. Well, yeah. unless you're going... With, like, unless you're in a group. They're on the border. They're on the border. Two people, it's a borderline discussion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, find your cheapest way and uh, get there from there. But, yeah. SeaWorld is definitely worth it. It's, it's a good time. Uh, then, oh, so you did follow up and asked about where specifically they were staying. So they're staying at the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista Disney Springs area hotel. Uh, so they would uh, they've stayed there before, so they are familiar with it. Uh, do you have any suggestions specifically related to that hotel? Yeah, I think I don't know if I maybe I thought I typed this for Kevin. Is if, oh, I, I, if I were staying at that hotel, I would prioritize Disney Springs a little bit more. You're literally walking across a bridge to Disney Springs. Oh, I thought you were gonna suggest for him to do a handstand out of hotel. <laughs> no, it's not because I'm not I'm not I'm not you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> But, I thought that's what you're going to But I realize that they've been there for a short amount of time and they're not me. But if, yeah. anytime I stay there, I prioritize, you know. And you got the homecoming cup. Presumably, yes. you may have the homecoming cup. Yes. So, so worst case now you get a soda for free. I spend, I spend a lot of time there, so that's a different discussion. We'll we'll be there much of the day today once yes. we finish this podcast. Yes. Glorious time. Sipping on some homecoming shine. Yeah, and we'll be we have we have a reservation at one o'clock at Disney Springs. So oh, sorry, man. sorry, in one hour at Disney Springs. So we have to yes, we must have to speed this up. We must hurry up. Oh yeah, we haven't gotten to the. Oh, you know what? Let's no. just let's cut this and make this a sound episode. I guess that sounds perfectly fine. <laughs> we didn't even get to the Halloween stuff. How am I going to have a Halloween episode without it being any Halloween content? Let's okay. So that's that's uh that's Kevin. So let's stop. Sorry, sorry, off script, and you can edit this out later. Yeah. Why don't we do the Halloween spooky stuff later today? Okay. When we get back. I know it'll be really, really late, but right. we probably can pull that off. Okay. We can keep the opening. Let's talk. We want to talk real quick about um, the HHN uh, food? Is that quick think, or not? I think we can do that. Yeah, I think that's quick. Depending then we'll what do SeaWorld then. Yeah, depending on what you ask me, sounds great. I don't actually have anything... To ask, so just so you generally just rant and rave. So just, just rant and rave. All right, so this will be a official Hello Scream episode because we are now going into a uh, Halloween review of HHN. That's uh, Halloween Horror Nights at mm-hmm. Universal Orlando. Universal Studios Florida is the park. Look at me. See? I know. I'm so you, proud. Wearing of off. I know. I know. Right? And uh, so John came earlier in the month. He stayed for multiple days. Ate a ton of their food. Articles on Pirates and Princesses are out and will be out. Are they all out now? I think they are all out as of yesterday. Okay, they're all out. So go check it out. Any food item. Now, specifically, I guess the one we should start with, because the one that I was going to get and I, I hadn't, is the Chucky Burger for like 10 bucks. So it seems like a very good value, but it has like cereal on it. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a weird taste combination of burger, sweet and savory. So talk yeah. to me about that. Yeah, this year they tripled down on Chucky because of the... It is odd, right? They, they, well, the TV show came out as we're recording yesterday. But they have like support. a they have a booth. They have a whole food booth. They have a good guy cake pop. But they have a... like a, No, they have a, like a... Like a, you go and take a picture. He's, Chucky's not there. But oh, yeah. yeah. Then you have a Chucky photo op where yes. when you do it during Halloween Horror Nights um, and the lights work properly, it'll look like Chucky's coming to stab you with the lights. And so it makes it... Easy. A what? Yeah. The, the, the booth, feel free to find this on any article I've written in Pirates of Princess about this. That photo op that's on the bridge, when when you take the photo, when we take the photo of you, with the lighting effect, it can look like Chucky stabbing you. That's awesome. So right. I'm, I'm going to do that next week. Um, 
And there's one more. Oh, and the Chucky Donut. That's the they have the four things for Chucky. Oh, that's new though. Yeah, and that's not in the the event. That's not in the park. That's yeah. the donut, but they're part of it. The Good Guy Burger is a scary sounding burger. I know that my friend Xavier at Universal Food Blog, when he went on the podcast and talked about it, he included it as a sweet treat. I would consider it a little more savory, but it is a donut burger. Oh, the buns are donut? Buns I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. This really does go in. It's, it's a donut burger covered with, and there's some cheddar cheese inside of it, and there's red icing because it's chucky. And then there are. I need to do air quotes. There are Fruit Loops on top of it. Mm, okay. Yeah, um, okay. I say this. This is you read one of my articles. This is a standard response. If you get a bite that includes all of the ingredients, the Universal Special Treats are wonderful and it all works. If you just get red icing or you just get cheddar cheese or you just get the burger, not so much. However, I think this is it's a really good value. Yes, I um, think so. I mean, it's ten ninety nine pre for a burger discount for any applicable discount. Yes, um, but it's a good option if you can get past the the grossness factor. Probably <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at that food tent, the better value is the chili Lee Ray, Ooh, which chili. is a, which is a vegan chili. Um, it's very it's for theme parks. It's very spicy, oh. and um, it's 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 good. I believe off the top of my head, it's seven forty nine for that. That sounds like That's both what, to me. That's probably the better option at that food tent. But you could, I mean, as a normal eating person, an, an adult, you could get both, right? That could be your side. So you don't get fries or anything with the no. You milk. could get both, but you got to pace yourself. This is Halloween ornaments. Well, I mean, like this is your meal. Yeah, you, know. yeah, you got to pace yourself. Uh, not me. I'm going for the spicy okay. chicken or spice, spice, spicy chili in that burger. Right. I mean, oh, what size is the burger? Is it? Is it? Is it it's a normal size? size burger. I mean, it's normal size donuts. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah, that one uh, I, I, I may get before this event ends this year. So uh, be on the lookout for that either through the YouTube or on my Instagram. Yeah, the, the technical name of that donut, if you want to Google it about it, is Good Guys Burger. Good Guys Burger. Yummy, yummy. All right, what else would you suggest getting at the events? Um, probably the better options to get at the event are um, they do a really good job with the quote-unquote savory items this year. There's the Haunted Horseshoe. Which is um, an open-faced sandwich on Texas toast. We talked about this, yeah. Uh, it comes with um, pork belly, jalapeno bacon, oh, cheddar good. cheese. If you're from the Midwest, you're familiar with a horseshoe-style sandwich or a shoe-style sandwich. Basically, it's an excuse to throw a bunch of stuff on top of bread with French fries and cheese sauce. It actually works and works fairly well for them. Uh, the garlic Philly cheese steak. Steak mm -hmm. is spelled S-T-A-K. Ah, because it, <laughs> nice. is, it is themed to Dracula and the classic monsters. Lovely. That, that's a good option. Black, black, black dye monsters. bread. Um, yeah, that the, black bread, I, it's bothersome. The the only negative of the black dye bread might be your trip to the bathroom in a couple days afterwards. Yes. Because you'll forget that you had black dye. Yes. Um, like, oh, God, what happened to me? Uh, yeah, how gross. <laughs> how, how, um, but it's quality, and that one comes with curly fries. I believe it's ten ninety nine. Oh. It's a pretty good value. Wow. Um, so, wait, the, the cheesesteak, is it a cheesesteak hoagie? No way. It's, it's pretty um, small, right? For that price point, there's no way it can be a full size. It's not a full hoagie, but it's probably you bought four it's inch. A little, so, uh, like, yeah, maybe it, I'd, I'd be comfortable with four inch. I was thinking it might be six inch, but maybe not. Yeah. Um, that's a good option. I'm just kind of working my way around the park right now. Uh, the, the, I'm going to say it wrong. The Day of the Dead food themed tent in the La Bamba area has several excellent vegan options that like the tacos, three tacos there are really, really good. They have a special popsicle there that's really, really good. I like that too. Um, let me work my way around. This year the food trucks are just okay. The the witches witches spell stew. It comes with a cornbread. It's over at Music Plaza. It's a good option. You get into the main area, which is the Gramercy Park area in New York, where there's five food tents. Of course, there's twisted taters and all variations of that. And of yeah. course, there's there's yeah, pizza yeah. fries yeah, over yeah, at Kids yeah. Zone and Louis. Blah blah blah. I'm over all that nonsense. You should be. Um, the 
the No Chance in Hell fried PB&J is still good. Whoa, that sounds – fried PB&J sounds delightful. It, it returns from last year. That's why it's called the No Chance. Uh, returning from last year. Nice. Where's this at again? It's in the Gramercy Park area, kind of near – it's towards the Fallon attraction across from the Transformers Extended Queue. Okay. All right. Uh, working my way Wait, around. what is it, though? Is it sandwich? Like PB&J oh, sandwich? Oh, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich they fried up for you. Last year, it was an Uncrustable that they fried up, and they oh. added to it. This year, they claim it's not an Uncrustable, but it looks like one. I'm going to let you decide. Um, oh, wait. Is it actual Uncrustable they fry? It was I, last year. How much? What's the price point? Do you remember? Six ninety nine. How much is an Uncrustable at this store? I don't know, but if you bought an Uncrustable at a theme park, it'd be almost $4. Yeah, see what I mean? I, I don't know if I can get behind it. I, if it's something that I can get retail somewhere else, I can't. I can't. But you're not going to get it fried and covered with um, chili flakes. And um, they made it vegan this year. And I'm sorry for my vegan friends. Maple syrup on top instead of hot honey. Ooh, I think, hot that, honey I think that's correct. Good. That's what it was last year. Mm. Right. Still, um, I don't know. The pepperoni pizza skull is a decent option at 7.49. We actually got it last night, or they got it last night. It's um, a bowl, marinara sauce in it. Um, uh, calling it pastry would be unfair, but imagine kind of a pastry shell where you filled hmm. it with pepperoni and cheese and stuff like that. It's shaped like a skull. A pastry shell. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm kind of – that's a bad representation, but – you know, It's kind of like the sweet crepes kind of, or well, the no, savory crepes. Kind of visualize – this is really insulting to it. Visualize a Hot Pocket <laughs> – how dare you? Shapes shaped <laughs> like a pizza skull. All right, there you go. Um, that is insulting. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm being insulting to the product. That that's kind of a go-to move. I'm sure there's plenty of other. Think of a slice of CC's pizza. No, you know, shape no. it into a pizza. No, 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 no. The quality of pepperoni is much higher than that. That's, that's basically what you're saying now with the hot pocket. I know I'm being insulting <laughs> with the hot pocket. I'm with you. There. <sighs> I can't think of anything that just jumps out at me as being incredible. I really enjoyed some of the sweet treats. I That's like, what I'm talking, I like talking the, about. I like the major sweets ice cream. Oh, sorry. I need to go back. In the Sting Alley area, there's the Meats Meats section, which is themed for oh. several former HHN events. Um, this year's HHN food is highly themed to Asian-style cuisine because the chef from Shanghai, Universal Shanghai, had an influence on the menu this year. So they have um, fried zombie brains, which is fried cauliflower. Now, is that the stuff that looks like lunch meat? Or the, the raw no, that's, ground that's, beef? that's different. That's the Fresh Ground Princess. Have you tried that? And I've it, had all of it. Fresh Ground Princess is just a crispy treat with raspberry sauce on top of it. Crispy treat? Yeah, it's just a Rice Krispie treat. Oh, right. I think it's a crispy treat. Yes. A rice Krispie. Yes, oh. it's a Rice Krispie treat. It doesn't seem like the right consistency. Mm, it is. Yeah. It works. And then they have Spoiled Angry Bear, which is a marshmallow treat with... Mm, yeah. I'd avoid that. Um, but uh, over there, the savory options get the fried, fried zombie brains and the spiced chicken offals Ooh. are with gojujang... I always say it wrong. Gojujang sauce. Yeah. On top of them, it... it Taste is good. But another example of Asian style cuisine is the major sweet ice cream sandwich. I do know Because it's a it, it does taste like candy corn altogether. Ooh. It's two cookies that are shaped major sweets. Villain in the in the um, sweet revenge scare zone. Mm, okay. um, those two cookies surround a I would call it a sweet corn ice cream, which reflects more of Asian ice cream where they make things they make ice cream out of vegetables, beets and corn, yes. that kind of center yeah. flavor. Um, I thought it was good. You need to eat it all together, which would be some kind of tricky, some, a little tricky sometimes. Yeah. Um, the R.I.P. Red Velvet Cake Pop was good. That's in a similar area. Um, Today Cafe and San Francisco ba Pastry yeah, Company and Croissant Moon Bakery does a really good job with their HHN treats this year. Not as impressed, sorry, Universal, with the tribute store treats. We had a conversation with some food blogger friends that they just recycled the same things. Like I walked through there on Tuesday morning, and the bakery case there was almost empty. And if you've been to the tribute store, you're used to it being a huge deal for the bakery case. You know what? 
I, it just occurred to me. I've been to that event, what, four times? Five times? I haven't been to the tribute store. There's always a line, so I don't go in. It's because you go at night. Go during the day because there's not a line during the day. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Good point. Hey, that's a pro tip. Just saying. Well, I mean, obviously, you'd have to have a ticket, too. I mean, you right, have to be a... but I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. me specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. Those Maybe. are all the ones that I can specifically think of. Obviously, the it was not technically HHN, but the Trail Mix a Lot donut. Shameless plug, find that Pirates and Princess, my review about Halloween donuts. Um, it's really shockingly good. And for once, Voodoo Donut puts toppings on that don't get stale. Mm. Um, the Black Magic Milkshake, if you can deal with a little bit of your. Is that black licorice, my chance? I did not taste any black licorice. Yeah, good. Um, that's the one with the gummies, with the eyeball gummies and all the other stuff. Oh, that's the cauldron. Yes. Oh, yeah, that looks good. Well, it's not a cauldron, but it kind of looks... It's given that cauldron image, so I understand why you're thinking oh, that. Oh, what, what, what is it? It's it's a pretty standard milkshake with some really no, tasty gummies. And, the cauldron, what, what's that supposed to be? What's that representing? I thought it was representing a cauldron. If it's not a cauldron, what is that cup supposed to be? I, I don't know if they distinctly make it clear what that... That's supposed to be. I mean, the cauldron, huh. the cauldron image is there, but I don't know if they specifically call it a cauldron. And what's the name of the milkshake? This is at uh, the, Tooth. The Black Magic Milkshake. So the cauldron image is fine. I just don't know if they specifically say that. Yeah, yeah. It will make sense, Black Magic. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a Tooth. That's a Tooth. Yes. Whereas the cauldron donut, which is why I'm being pedantic right now. Yes. The cauldron donut is over at Voodoo Donut, but it has lots of black dye. It will get all over you. That's all I'm saying. I don't remember that seeing that one. Is that a newer one? It came out technically for HHN. It's the beginning of HHN. It's the beginning of HHN. Oh, I've unlike, been in there since. Unlike the Chucky Donut, which finally came out. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, I always suggest if you're going to Voodoo. I don't know where you're going. The Portland Cream? Portland Cream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know. Portland no, Cream. It's the Bavarian Cream Donut. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a maple bar guy, so. Maple bar? You like the maple uh, bacon ones? No. No? Because they, they cost twice as much as the standard maple bar to put bacon on there. Yeah, you only get like one or two little slices. Mm-hmm. It's not that worth no, yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, there you go. Um, do you have anything else to add about the food? I'm sure I could ramble about the food forever, but we want to keep on track. But yes. I thought the food overall at HHN this year was a large step up. Oh, nice. Um, I think the vegan options were also another large step up. Yep. Um, there's Universal still struggling with the lines for food. Is still way too long for these events. Yeah. I don't have a solution. Do you that. think it's due to they're selling the liquor at the at the same place? No, they have lots and lots of booths that just sell adult beverages, and the lines there are longer. But, I mean, if they didn't have adult beverages in the booths where they sell the food, would that... I don't, think, I don't think no? so. Okay. I mean, maybe it would... To a degree. But they make it more much more inconvenient for you to buy a right. food and a drink, yeah. Maybe it would. It's like the Cafe de Bamba option because there's a specialty drink that people like there that I, I'm totally blanking on what it's called. So there may be some merit to that. But as my HHN veterans friends say, they don't tend to eat a lot of food at HHN. That's because historically the food has been bad. Yeah. They tend to drink around the HHN. If you're an Epcot drink around the world person, yeah. HHN is the same phenomenon. And they've made it easier with the Souvenir Cup this year. Oh, what's that? I, I don't you purchase Souvenir Cup for fifteen forty nine, I believe that's correct. Okay. And then you can refill it for all the different beverages to get the larger size, just like the sipper cup we're talking about homecoming, for like twelve dollars depending on the beverage. Which still is not a great deal. If you're gonna drink, you might but if you're gonna drink yeah. and you're gonna knock three dollars off each time and you're gonna have five beverages, or if you're going to HHN once a week for the whole season. Yep. I'm not encouraging you to drink that much, but if you're saving, you know, to go a whole season, we're looking at fifty, sixty, seventy dollars. Yeah, if you're planning on drinking just for time. one beverage a night. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, and it's a souvenir cup on top of. It. Yes, and they come, but the tricky part, and I don't quite understand all of this because I've been focusing on the food. The souvenir cups do look different depending on which tent you get them from. Okay, so hmm. that can be confusing. Hmm. Maybe they do that for collectors, you know. They have to. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, but then you got to buy like eight different cups if you yeah. understand. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there you go. I think that's a pretty good uh, overview of the HHN um, food option. So, if you're coming to HHN, 
uh, you might want to rewind that section and re-listen to it and uh, follow some of John's advice. Things to get, things not to get, things to forget about, and things that you cannot miss getting. All right, I think that is it for this episode because, like he said, we have a reservation coming up to Zeus Springs. And before we get to that reservation, I want to fill up my homecoming cup. Yummy, yummy. Um, would you like some breaking news? Breaking news. Well, this I is kind it. of sad breaking news, oh. but... Um, we have breaking news. I want to give Katie Rice credit, and my friend Seth Tversky retweeted it as we're talking, so I'll tell you when we're recording. Um, breaking news, the Orlando free fall, the drop tower from which the 14-year-old yep. Tyre Sampson fell to his death in March, will be permanently taken down. Ride operator Orlando Slingshot will be starting a scholarship in, tire, in Tyre's memory. I mean, that was, I mean, everyone kind of yeah. assumed as much, but right? But that, that's official it's as, now of, official. as of time of recording. That's a, I mean, that's a bummer because I wanted to be able to ride that. In a, well, unfortunate events overall. I don't mean to downgrade this, but there are plenty of attractions that are exactly like that that are run correctly and not modified incorrectly, as that one was allegedly done. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's the real. That, that, I mean, yeah. That's what they need to figure out. Who did that? Well, and, they're liable. And I do want to say this, and and trust me, you can find my blogs. You can find one coming up soon because I'm gonna. Blast Disney for something and blast Universal for something else. <laughs> so I, I do this. The safety factors when you go to Universal, Disney, or SeaWorld are amazing. Yes. It's always the concern. I know my, my dear spouse always said this all the time. She wouldn't let her son go to state fairs. Oh, because she's yeah. like, she's like, we're going to pay to go to a place where the, everything's set up permanently. It's always run and we know it has to meet safety systems. Yeah. And, and Disney and Orlando. Universal Orlando and SeaWorld have to go through more inspections than anybody else does. Oh, heck yeah. So, yes. So I, I only mention that because it literally popped up in my Twitter feed, and so you can blame Seth, my friend Seth Kaberski for that. Damn you, Seth. I'm trying to wrap up so, this podcast. So spoiler alert for those of you who need to know anything about hotels, and, and feel free to purchase Seth's book, The Unofficial Guide to Universal Orlando, and maybe I'll get a small royalty if you do. Ooh, and because you interrupted my podcast, uh, give me a little something, something too. Okay, I'll see what right, we can do. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> and he did mention it on this podcast. So yeah, I mean, obviously, this is free advertising. <laughs> All right, well, on, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, on list of things that John may be found writing other places. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, we could not make it and squeeze in the SeaWorld Orlando Hello Scream event. We'll do that on the follow-up podcast. But I guess for this one this will close the casket door on this episode. So thanks to my wrecking crew for joining me. And until we scream again, if a hurricane's coming to your area, try not to do a handstand outside 15 stories up. And keep making memories. As always, eat like you mean. For vacationeers, theme parks, and more, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Ah! Peace out, suckers. <laughs>